clouds, your grace and mercy. And I thank you for the abundance. Thank you, God, for you are in control. And I give you thanks. And I give you thanks. And God, we're going to believe when we pray what our mouths have spoken. We will believe that because you've given us a report. A report that is powerful. A report that even we don't understand. And when I heard your word declared that eyes have not seen. And haven't even heard what you have for us. So we give you thanks, God, and we're claiming our blessing. And God, for our blessing, would you bless us with? I pray there won't be a hindrance to our salvation. And I thank you now. In Jesus' name, God, let the word go out. Let it accomplish what it set out to do. And use me tonight, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Uh, I want to look at Let's start with verse 12, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12. Ready? Giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature. For by him all things were, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. All right. That's good. Tonight, I want to talk about and share through scripture the real Jesus. Help me say it, the real Jesus. The real Jesus. Let's look at the word saints first. In Colossians 1 and 4, you have, um, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all of the saints, the saints, the word meaning holy ones, set apart ones, is often used and it really has a simple meaning, but yet it stands out powerfully, all right? The hearing of faith, the hearing of the faith of Christ Jesus in us, compound with the love that we have for one another. Paul picks it up and starts praying in this epistle um, to the Colossians church. And looking at the, the word I want to use is supremacy of Christ. 
And in this letter, you'll find four words, fullness, wisdom, knowledge, and mystery. Fullness, wisdom, knowledge, and mystery. All right. And with this letter, Paul wrote this letter to in four different sections to rebut all the heresies that was going on and to alert them of the danger of returning into old ways. I think um, the writer may say pagan um, vices, going back to the old ways. And then to express personal interest in the believer and to inspire us, not only them, but to inspire us of having a harmony in Christ. Um, anybody familiar with um, orchestra or bands? You? Okay. Well, actually, um, you the singing, the vocal cords, um, to make harmony. How do you make harmony? Can harmony come from one person? Can you make harmony? Well, you can't make harmony. It has to be a uh, more than one person for harmony, okay? So that takes us to the point of covenant relationship, right? So Paul was um, dealing with this. So he he... Um, he shares his heartfelt thanksgiving of, for the impact of the gospel. All right. So he draws, Paul then brings us in to the Colossian church about how to really pay attention to Christ. And so Paul really describes um, and in his writing, he talks about the real Christ. Jot this down someplace. Jesus is the creative source of the visible and invisible. The creative Christ, the creative source of the visible and invisible. Whatever God has outlined, he's going to keep it together. My, my brothers and sisters, we, we have, we have a need of and have need in keeping things together. We got to keep things together. So when you look at the word saints, so... In one and six, we look at producing, producing fruit and growing. Um, the gospel that we know of as I speak has life-changing power, life-changing. And, and I think, I don't think, I know I've said it often that and I said in 2023, I'm going to be contagious in changing the atmosphere every place that I go. So in chapter 1, verses 9 through 12, the scripture makes a distinction between knowing about God knowing him in a saving way through faith and knowing God in the sense of experience his presence. Can I put a, well, I might just say, can I put a pin there? Experience Christ, experiencing Christ in a real way. Am I trying to say that there's a, a false way of experiencing Christ? 
you can say, you know, I think I heard somebody say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where they got it, I don't know where it come from, but I, I heard it, and it really, when I, I heard it, what I'm about to say, it was interesting, but then dumb, just dumb. How can you fake it until you make it? Now that was a reference to, in other words. I haven't obtained yet, but just pretend like. No, no, no. Help me say the real Jesus. It is true that they are, there are those that have gone out in the world. They are uh, none of us. The Bible said they came out from us, but they were never with us from the beginning. And so we have to really experience the real Jesus. The real Jesus. What is experiencing the real Jesus? I have a question that I need to present. How long must you doubt God because it's your way? How long must you doubt God because it's your way? I wonder if I wonder if there was somebody that really would give Jesus a test to see if it's really Jesus or not. Give Jesus a pop quiz. Give him a pop quiz. Are you really going to come and make things different in my life? Yes. Do I have to allow you to change my ways? Yes. Should I continue in the way that I am? No. So knowing God's will one and nine, that there's a phrase, and there's phrased like that, knowing God's will. If you know God's will, listen to me good. If you really know the will of God, you know what God has willed for you. Does that make any sense? Knowing the will of God. What is the will of God for? What has God willed for me? Now that could be interesting and it's power. It just might hurt. For God to will something to you, huh? First of all, you must be important to Him. Huh? Evidently, I must be in His, not His rear view, I must be in His view. For him to will something to me. When we pray, things are prayed and it's, it's in a tense of, or a sense of asking God. Uh-huh. But then when we are willed something that's willed to us, that comes from two words, objective revelation. Help me say objective revelation. Give me the definition of ob objective. O-B-J-E-C-T-I-V. Objective revelation. Huh? Is based on facts? Well, to dumb it down is that's your personal experience. So, the will of God or for God to will it to you is based on your personal experience. What happens when you fight God the most? And we do fight him. My brothers and sisters, I wonder, have we been at the season of time to where we just accept what God allows? But now we're challenging God. And I wonder, does God get tired of us to keep on challenging him? Ask your neighbor, said neighbor, do you really think you know what's best for you more than God? Now, I know you would. What, would. what would be the answer? What would be the answer? What really would be the answer? Because really, the way you, um, how you practice you. Help me say, the way I practice me. The way you practice me is not what God has willed for you. 
because now I, and and what has happened, my brothers and sisters, we it has it it has risen to the place to where I think it's called self-preservation. You know what? Watch this here. Well, praise Jesus. You watch out for yourself more than God does. You watch out for yourself more than God does. And then you're in error. That's an error there. Because now you have a sense to know that you know what is better for me than God does. What happens when God brings us to a place where that we don't understand or know about? So you spend most of your time questioning God. Help me say the real Jesus. You spend more time questioning God. You know, well now, can I can I bring uh, um, Gideon in? Um, Gideon says, first of all, Gideon analyzes, praise Jesus, he analyzes his worth and wealth. Y'all remember that. First thing he does, he analyzes his worth and wealth. And then he understands that there's nobody military in his family. And they have been raided with their produce from the, that the bond of, 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 of thieves that will come and take away everything. That's why he was back behind the wine press doing uh, wheat. But when God called him, called him to step up and be in the front. He asked God. Now, first of all, he was in tune with God. He heard the Lord speak to him. I can't find in scripture that he asked God, is it you, God? But what I did find out when God gave him instructions, then he said, I'll tell you what, just to make sure uh, will you allow the ground to be wet and the fleece wet? Okay. Right there, put a pen and write. You can ask God. You can ask him. It's not what you're asking, it's how you're asking. What attitude that you have in asking him. Are we asking in doubt or are we asking being smart? Second part, when God worked it the way he asked, proof again. God did what he asked God to do. Did he do it? God did what he asked him to do. Second round, he said, I tell you what, God, just to make sure that I'm not messing up here and that I heard you right. Will you flip it, make the fleece dry and the ground wet? Did God do it? God did it again. Help me say that's confirmation. Write down that's confirmation without an attitude. He didn't have an attitude, but he believed God and God did it. Did it. Huh? Knowing God personally starts with objective revelation. And that's given to the word. And we work with that. Remember we worked with what? Rhema word and the Logos word. Do you remember the difference? That means is designed just for you. Is that right? So, um, there's three can I use? Yes, we, we can use this. This comes from Colossians chapter 1. Look at verses 16 and 17. Do you have that in front of you? There's three prepositions that are used here. Creation is in him. In that, pers in that his person and power is unfolded. Creation is through him. In that he was its agent. Creation is for him and that he is the goal towards which all moves everything. That's the Greek prepositions. 
Creation is in him. Creation is through him. And he is that changed agent. So there's something coming up. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Help me say the real Jesus. You got Ephesians? Give me Ephesians chapter 2. All right. And um, I want 2 and 12. Got my reader? That at that time ye were without Christ. Wait, 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 wait. Go and do verse 8 and then come down to 12. For by grace are ye saved through faith. Uh, for by grace you are saved through faith. And that not ourself, yourselves. It is the gift of God, uh -huh. not of works, lest any man should boast. Right. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Unto good works. Uh-huh. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Yes. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who wait, are... Wait, wait, wait. The Gentile... In times past, you were in your flesh. If I dumb it down, in times past, you was doing you. Is that right? Let me say it like this. A few days ago, you were doing you. But the Lord don't want you to do you. Is that right? In times past, you what? You were... Uh, that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, uh -huh. who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by him. The uncircumcision, you had not been circumcised. You had not. The old man had not been cut off, cut away from. You were yet connected to the old nature. My brothers and sisters, you are yourself your biggest hindrance. We want God to do things, huh? But, but the, the problem that I have is we are more geared on things and not spiritual renewal. We are more geared to things. And if we notice, we're drawn more to the things but not from the spiritual man, the growth. You, you will get to a place that things will come secondary. And it should be automatic, but we have to go through because we're more geared to what God can do for us. So we're not looking for, we want the will of God, but not what God has willed for us. Huh? So, if I'm living saved, I can tell that you're living saved because you have things. That's not biblical. Because you have a lot of things, it doesn't mean you're spiritual. Huh? Case in point. You can work until your tongue falls off and get things and never enjoy them. Because you're too tired to enjoy. But when you get the real Jesus, the real Jesus is more concerned about your spiritual abilities to do his work. The workmanship of God is manifested in each and every one of us to be a change agent to other folk. When you are a hindrance to people, do you not know that relatives can be a hindrance to family? Friends can be a hindrance to each other? Hmm? We don't want, we want the things, but we don't want the change maker. Because why? When you really know the real Christ, that is nothing more 
Now, let me say it like this. That is the ultimate inside job. Salvation, it is an inside job. That's why it never is based on your feelings. But how many times it we come with our mouth open and mention how we are feeling? Really, I have a question. Can I present you with another question? How does being saved really feel? Free? Okay. How about, what if you have a good day? Does that make you feel free? When you have a good day? I'm sorry, you don't have a mic. Doing what now? I said living in America makes me feel free. Living, living in America makes you feel free. But have we really experienced the real Jesus of being free? Well, let's see, knowing God and experience his presence. Paul's prayer in that Colossians is putting, his prayer was to put God's word into practice. I guess I'm at the, now I don't guess, I'm really moving in the stage and I want those that, that I'm around, I, I want to be contagious to where you really become more spiritual. You become more spiritual. And, uh, and don't get scared. Look at look at somebody and tell them, don't, don't get scared. Ask God to reveal things in the spirit to you for the betterment. See, listen, since we wrestle not against flesh and blood, is that correct? Scripture says it. We wrestle not against what? But against what? Huh? And powers, where at? Where do they lie? Where does the power lie? It's in the heavenlies. You don't see it, but you can you can feel it, huh? You can feel when the enemy is moving. Is that right? Go go with me. Turn turn with me. Go to James. Are you ready? James chapter one, and give me verse. 19. Wherefore, my beloved yes. brethren, yes. let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Read. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Read. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness. Okay, false. Salvation does not come from worldly methods. Huh? Salvation does not come from the use of worldly methods. But when the scripture says, the meek shall inherit what? The earth. Is that right? Okay. Lay apart filthiness. Uh-huh. And superfluity of naughtiness. Wickedness that's been, uh-huh. And receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Implanted. Christ, the hope of glory. God's word should be implanted in, into you. Have you ever, have you ever felt a, oh, um, what do I want to say? A a place of pause. There's a there's a place in your spiritual growth that you will find the place of a pause. Nothing's moving. Nothing's coming in. Nothing's going out. You're, you're there. When you get to the place in your spiritual life, what I call the place of pause. 
that place of pause is there for you to listen. When you pause something, I think the technology is that you push a button or turn a knob or something, pretty right. It, put, it puts it on pause, right? But it does not delete it. It, 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 it does not cut the circuit. It's just paused. So when you're on pause, well, praise somebody, come on, praise God real quick. Praise God. When you're on pause, you're there now to listen. Huh? Because the real Jesus, to hear the real Jesus, you have to listen. I've said this many times, and I'll say it again. Have you ever known somebody that is like, when you talk to them, you, you, you try to have so much respect for them that you just listen to them and they keep talking? Now, you do have something to say. You really got something to say that you want to get it in, but just like, okay. And you listen, and then it goes on, and it's listening. And then people are like, and you don't want to be rude because you're so nice. Look at your neighbor. So you're just really nice. And after a while, you don't want to tell would you just shut up? Because I got something to tell you, right? And then when they do, when you're saying, which is good news, then they fall out laughing. Well, why didn't you tell me that earlier? I couldn't. See what I'm saying? When you're on pause, my, listen, well, oh my God, hallelujah. When you're on pause, somewhere in your life, God heard your prayer. Somewhere in your life, he heard you. And since he heard you, he wants to respond to your prayer. And sometimes that's what the pause does. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Tell your neighbor, neighbor there's nothing wrong with you. You're just on pause. Then you just, then the next step of that, in pause, you got to wait. Well, that's what the prophet keeps telling you. Wait. I say on the Lord, huh? Wait. But because of the world and we desire the things of the world. Oh, are you ready for this? Oh my God. Mm -mm. When we, the family is the nucleus of God. And if y'all notice, just, just take a survey. The enemy is attacking families. Huh? If he can get the families messed up, divided, if he can get the families to disagree and not be on a oneness, huh? then he has something. Is that right? He has something then. So what happens is, if you look at it now, politics are focused on families. Just think about it. Politics are more involved with family. How in the world you can pass a law to give the parents charge over their children? Come on. Where does that come from? Where did somebody get the idea that I have to pass a law to give the parents rights. You get me? So the enemy is after what God loves, and that's the families. Because, right, when the family is whole, now, my brothers and sisters, they're not a family that's not dysfunctional. Hello? Let me break it down. The first family was dysfunctional. Is that right? Adam and Eve. What? Let's see here. Adam and Eve's family was dysfunctional. Adam was made out of the dust of the earth. Eve wasn't. Eve was made out of the rib of man. So since she's made out of man, that's why She's connected to man. Right? 
So now, through sin, and I'm going to fast forward, now they have, they're, they're bearing children. Now, out of their children, let me back up a little bit. Adam squeals on his wife. Adam said, listen here, I didn't ask for her, but the woman you gave me caused me to mess up. So he squealed and he does not take responsibility. Not taking responsibility comes from Adam. So if the head or the man does not take responsibility for his action, then it trickles down to their children. Right? Second thing. Murder and jealousy was in the first family. Brother kills brother. Now, if that's not dysfunctional, I don't know what else he is. Is that right? And then, because of him, they got kicked out of their paradise home. The home that every woman wanted. They get kicked out of because of Adam. Now, when you look at it now, families are dysfunctional. Because really, when the family should be poured into and strengthened. Now society is trying to divide them. So that means a child can go to school and say, I think I'm really, the boy goes and says, I think I'm really a girl. And the school keeps quiet and don't tell the parents, but they have record and the parents are not supposed to know. But anyway, it's, the nucleus is a family that Satan is after. If he can mess a family up, look what comes out of the family. Huh? He is not no longer he. He's a she and she's a he. Huh? And then the man says, listen here, I don't need to be at home. And then the woman has to do everything. Right? To keep the family together. But then she finds herself being lonely. Hmm? And then she finds herself being lonely. Then she takes less than. So then she feels like that she can just... She just needs anything, help me say anything, that she'll accept anything in her house. Oh, y'all don't hear me. The real Jesus said it and put it together. Is that right? Because the Bible said even with uh, 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 everything that was going on with Moses, the Lord said it wasn't so from the beginning. But because the hardness of Moses' heart, Moses had to do some things to keep the family as much together as possible. Help me say the real Jesus. So in the relationships now, we have to, the mothers, mothers, the spiritual mothers need to teach the young women how to be women. And then the older men teach the men, am I, am I in the book? How to be men. Is that right? Yeah, get Titus 2, please. And I need two and one first. My reader. Help me say the real Jesus. The real Jesus. Tonight I'm talking about the real Jesus out of the book of uh, Colossians, third chapter. And now I'm in the book of James. James chapter 1 and verse um, 20, 20, 20, 21 right now. Go. You want James or Titus? Pastor? I want Titus now. Okay, Titus. Titus two, 2 and 1. And 1. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. Listen. Doctrine, teachings. Doctrine, teachings. Teach doctrine. The followers of, of teach doctrine teachings. Uh -huh. Speak things that become sound teaching. Read. That the aged men be sober. Men be, there's nothing worse than an old silly man. There's nothing worse than an old childish man. Because if that man is old and childish and silly, look what he's doing and passing it down to the young men. So the aged men do what? Be sober. Be sober. Grave. Now that don't mean that, this is not talking about drunk. We're not talking about he, 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 you know, he's on a stupor. We're talking about drinking. Spiritually sober. Help me say spiritually sober. Spiritually See, sober. when you have the real Jesus in you, you become spiritually sober. You have some substance and strength to your life. Your words are powerful. Your words are seasoned. Your words are able to break through silliness and stupidity huh 
Read. Grave, temperate, sound in faith. Grave, temperate. You know what? Grave. Something we used to call it grave. I'm grave. Some things I will literally take to my grave with me. Nobody else will have them. You tell me something, I'm confidential and I'm grave. I got to use myself because I know me. I will take some things to the grave with me. Grave, grave. You know how to keep stuff. See, when you keep stuff, you don't hurt folk. Some folk are hurt because of what came out of your mouth. You should have kept it, but you didn't keep it. Now you didn't hurt somebody because you passed it on. And you don't think you got blood on your hands? It's because I call it, yes, that yipper. You passed it on. That has killed somebody because they trusted with you being spiritual, but you have the mother reason to say they can't help it. You passed it on. That just killed your brother, your sister. So the Bible said that man needs to be great. Read. Sound in faith. Sound in faith. The real Jesus. Goes back to Colossians. The real Jesus in you. Uh-huh. In faith. In, excuse me, in charity, love, in, in patience, patience, the aged women likewise. Now, so it says, just like the man, help me say, just like the man, just like the man, she ought to be the same way because her role now is to the women. Mm -hmm. And stop telling me this stuff. Well, you know, you can't talk to them because now, now these women nowadays, they, they get mad at you, they get an attitude. So, what you got saved out of that. And some of you still got the attitude. But when you have the real Jesus, help me say the real Jesus. See, when you have the real Jesus, you can keep it real. You know, when you go buy that milk, I think it's in the store. I think there's a, there's a, on the milk carton, it says real milk. You know, I need to put that on, have a stamp. When you come in the door, oh, real Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Uh-huh. There you go. Give you a stamp. So when you go to church, ah, there it is. I got the real. I'm real. Hallelujah. Come on, put a praise on the somebody. Read. That they be in behavior as become, excuse me, as becometh holiness. Wait, wait, wait. In, be, in what? In behavior. In behavior. In other words, you know, when, you, when you're out of sort, you're, how do you behave? How do you behave in when you leave the church, or before you get to the church, now nah, I won't say when you leave the church, before you get to the church, how do you behave at a gas station? How do you behave in a, in a supermarket? How do you behave in, in line when you're at the bank? How do you behave when you're at the post office? How do you behave at the car wash? Huh? How do you behave? What's your behavior? Hmm? How do you behave when you're around different environments? Are you a communion? Huh? In other words, what I do, I have the tendency to blend in with anybody. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm able to get along with anybody. But that's not really a badge of honor. No. See, really, how you get along with everybody, just be you. Now, they, they, they know you're coming. They know when you come, you bring in the real Jesus. They know, they know what's going to happen when you get there. They know what you're going to say. They don't know what scripture you're going to quote. They know what you're going to give them, right? But then you're the one that we don't know what's, what you're going to be like. No, this is a this is family reunion. In other words, you know, see, they're smoking under that tree over there. Now go down the hill. They're drinking down there. And then oh, over there, they just fighting and cussing over there. Now, what group are you going to go to? Because, see, this is family. But, see, when you got the real Jesus, it doesn't matter. Because there is a brother. There's a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. And when you've been in the family, when you really get saved, your DNA changes. Is that right? If you notice, Jesus was real all the time. Is that right? He was so real that he was misunderstood. Look at your neighbor. a neighbor. Jesus was so real that he was misunderstood. Now, how about you? Y'all put a praise on to somebody. Come on, come on, praise Jesus. 
I'm eating up my time. So now I was talking about the real Jesus. Go back and go back with me to James. Should be at James uh, 21B or are we at 22? Go on to 22. Because I'm eating up my 22, time. 22, yes. But be ye doers of the word. Oh, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, talk, talk to me. Tell me what the Bible says. Be what? Be ye doers of the word. Read. And not hearers only. Why? Deceiving your own self. The worst thing to do is to look in the mirror and walk away and forget what you look like. Come on, talk back to me. Talk, talk back to me. The worst thing it is, you know what? You talk so much that you forgot what you done said. And then you got to stop somebody and say, now, what did I say? Because you talk too much. But when you're on pause, hello, talk back to me. You're listening. Huh? When God puts you, see, when you're on pause, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. It is because, again, I will say it again, because God heard your prayer and now you're on pause so you can do what? Download. No, it, no it's not. It's upload, right? You can upload whatever he's sending to you. Is that right? Is it download? There you go. I got one of them. In other words, your circuitry is ready to be fused with the power of the word of God. See, sometimes you got you to pull yourself back in. You, you know, you try to stretch out electronically. Yeah, phone, phone a friend. Huh? Now, he says, listen here, because you can deceive your own self. You now know you have messed up a relationship because you deceived yourself. You have messed up a promotion on your job because you deceived your own self. You got in the way of what? The will of God? What did I tell y'all? Huh? About the will of God? If you know the will of God, that's the will, that's God. Say it again. What God has willed to you, if you know the will of God, you know what God has willed for you. Because be ye, you be doers of the word and not hearers only. So in other words, there's a person that is sitting and listening and you're a good listener. Everybody knows you're a good listener. And we applaud you for listening because we like for you to, because I can talk to you because you listen, but you don't do anything you listen, but there's no work behind them. You're listening, but you're not working it. You hear, but you're not doing anything, right? So it has to be a two-prong. You got to be what? A doer and a hearer because in the math, if you don't, deception comes in. Deception comes in where they're not lined up together. Is that right? Read. For if any man, excuse me, if any be a hearer of the word. If anybody be a hearer of the word. And not a doer. He is like a man. Unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Uh-huh. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. You done forgot who you were. Didn't you just look? Didn't you just see yourself? Huh? And how far did you walk away from the glass, from the mirror? How long did it take you? Huh? And you forget the person that you are. I got four minutes. Read. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and uh -huh. continueth therein, he be... Listen. Remember, I told you being saved does not come from the use of worldly methods. That's what I tell you, you know, and, and, and I share it often. I say, listen, you know, we, we, we are bringing more of the world saying into the church. We know more of the worldly saying than we do scriptures. We know every slang or, and, and we're proud of it. And I got to ask, well, what does that mean? Because you're always changing words now. And I keep trying to, and I, I, I tell the multitude, y'all not changing my dictionary. What I know, what it, what I know, that's what I know. Now you keep keeping changing stuff and making me think things are different now. Now I could go down the list tonight, you know, but I'm gonna leave it alone for right now. But y'all not gonna change my vocabulary, you know. And and then you think it's, 
you think you uh you're hip or you think you got it going on because you know the world but the first time it comes down to pray to get a prayer through huh praise god you're saying i'm gonna do the words but ain't going nowhere but praise god for the pause come on praise jesus for the pause praise jesus for the pause praise jesus for the pause i got three minutes left read he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Jump over to verse 26. If any man among you. Nine, then not the world, not the world. The Bible is not for the world, it's for the church, it's for you. If any of you, any, if any man among you, read. Seem to be religious. Oh, you, 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 you seem like you're anointed. Oh, you act like you're anointed. No, that's act acting. You know, some some folks need to try Hollywood because they ain't doing a good job over here. They're acting. What? Acting what? Religious. Read. And brighter this not. Can you tell me you got the real Jesus, but you can't shut your mouth. You can't you, you can't brighten your tongue, and you know everything, especially when you're wrong, because you tell somebody, "Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. if you know what you did." That means it was premeditated. That means you, you said you got the Holy Ghost. So in other words, you didn't listen to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost told you, don't do it. Don't say it. Don't go there. But you kept running your lips. You kept talking. You're on what is it? A mouth that is what? Brideth not his tongue. Read. But deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is vain. You ain't, in other words, you ain't got nothing. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. You can't bottle your tongue, huh? And you know everything. And the thing about it is, listen, you really, do people really think that the stuff, I got 60 seconds left. Let me, let me end up with this. Do people really think that the stuff they put out on the uh, social media, that it doesn't get back to the church house? It always comes back to the church house. And all you got to do is just look in, and now you can just put in somebody's name. Man, I've saw so many crazy postings of people, you know, on that, you know, the posting, you know, how they got a picture of them. Oh, my goodness. What? Is that really? It can't be. Oh, man, I saw them. I saw them in yikes and tykes and kikes and elephant likes. Oh, I saw them. I saw them. I saw them. Well, praise Jesus. Huh? That stuff come back to the church. You don't mean to, you don't know how to can duck yourself you don't know how to look you don't know how to present yourself into the world and you talking about you got jesus help me say the real jesus come on put your hands together and praise jesus may the lord bless you may the lord smile upon you. tonight i just wanted to and share with you what paul brought into the colossian church and brought in and walked in some james to encourage us there is a real jesus and there's fakes but I want you to understand the God of the Bible, huh? And get wisdom. Get her. Get wisdom. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord smile upon you. Till the next time, God bless you. Live in the word with Pastor Clay. Be blessed.